0: the far Diamante. Giurante with a free hitter. And the honor of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face. Besard Barisha. It's Conor Payne on the left, Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string, and on Diamante.
1: So welcome back to a quarantine edition of All Out West. And in this short episode, we're talking about all the new signings of Western United. This week I'm joined by Scott. Leb Jay Kelzin, I'm your host Wallace. How's the last month been, gents? Because we've had radio silence.
2: Uh been pretty, well, I don't know, not eats has happened really since the end of the season. It's sort of just finished and we're waiting for it all to kick off again. A couple of signings throughout the A League, but nothing really spectacular until the last week, two weeks or so.
3: That's what's been happening with my life. <laughs>
4: Enough, I've Had the Euros to tie us over at least, which has been a good watch. So it was a pretty good tournament. So I've just been watching that pretty much. Same
3: here.
4: So the coups bums with Germany get knocked out early, but? My boy Switzerland did all right after drawing them in the pot rule we had with some mates but shattered that they got
2: knocked out on the pens. Yeah, I pulled Czech Republic and they did quite well. I was spewing one more win and I would have got my money back, but is what it is.
1: Okay, let's move on to some woo news. The FFA Cup, due to finishing 10th, we play off with the Jets, which was originally set for the 8th of August, which that may change, just judging by the current COVID restrictions in Victoria and New South Wales. Just taking a stab in the dark there. This will be a litmus test for the remaining players and how the club's staff are moving forward. Do you think this is make or break for the future of the team?
2: Jay? Uh, how well we play in the FFA, FFA Cup.
4: Yeah, I'd like wow.
2: to. Yeah, I'd like to at least get away with a win, um, especially over the Jets. You know, they've been pretty quality opposition against us in the past. So a win starts you off right. Even, you know, we probably won't, well, almost definitely won't have a full-strength side to play. Um, we'll get to the signings in a minute, I suppose. But um, a couple more signings before that game would be nice. Um but it also gets us, you know, in a position where hopefully we could play another local club, you know, like a an MPL club, um, be that at Georgie's or Amy Park. I think that'd be really fun to see. Yeah, um, Melbourne. Us in a, yeah, I, I think it'd be fun to see us in a competitive game against um, an MPL club rather than just a friendly. So a lot to look forward to if we can get a win. And it, it's, I think it's a good morale booster just to, um, we, you know, get that um, duck off your back or, you know, just to get your first FFA Cup win. As you were saying before, though, I don't
4: think it's make and break for the team and for the new players and for the new coach. But, um, yeah, it would be something important in the sense that, yeah, it would be very morale-boosting and, yeah, the fact that we could play against lower-quality opposition. um, It'd just be a good day out for everybody, their fans, our fans, whoever it may be. Kelsey, your thoughts? Yeah, I don't, I
0: don't think it's make or break. It'd be nice to get the win. Puts us in the hunt for some silverware, but you know, we lose, we lose. It's not going to mean much, other than people can uh, say Aloisi
3: out. <laughs> You've had the rain by two those. weeks. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> now, let's move on to player
1: updates. So the following players left West United at the conclusion of the season, and that's how long we haven't done a podcast. So Aaron Calver. Yes. Uh, Philip Curdo. Thomas Love Uzkok, Ica Guarachena, Kane Shepherd, and Brad Inman. Aaron Carver landed a glory. Former vice captain, yellow card, aficionado, Tommy Uzkok signed to the Bulls, and Ica Guarachena expressed a desire to stay at West United or in the league. Any people in this list
4: you'll miss? Ika. I'll definitely miss Ika. Ica. Yeah. I think yeah, he's a good
2: Um Kirtle as well, even though he's probably not gonna get a wasn't gonna get a game anyway at it. Um, He was there from the start, played a lot of games for us, was a good bloke. Um, It's going to be sad to see him go because, you know, he's just one of those in-and-under players that, you know, gave it his all every week. Look, I
4: think Woodscock will be a bit of a miss as well. Um, If we can replace him, we won't see it as much. But if we don't replace somebody who has the kind of guile and strength and can get a bit down and dirty in midfield or defence, we'll probably end up missing him a little bit too.
2: And yeah, back to Iker. I think we didn't. We saw glimpses, glimpses of him at his best. He never really got the got his season properly underway and strung three or four good games together. But you know, it still would have been nice to keep a hold of him. You know, um, a nice bloke too. Good bloke. Yeah. Um, an international player that's played in Europe, so obviously you've got that experience. And yeah, it's. Is what it is. Hopefully, we'll get him back eventually maybe. I, I don't know if it was visa issues or anything because he's out of the country pretty pretty quickly um, back in back into, I think, is it Greece, in Greece at the moment? Yeah. yeah. I think it was an issue with his
4: visa and got to do with COVID and all of that, but he, he expressed his desire to stay anyway and he said he really loved Melbourne and he loved people, made some good friends down here. So, I, yeah, we may see him back in the future. You never know, but um, it's not something we can
2: count on either. One of our buddy scoops here as well. When when we were in Tassie, I was having a chat with him, and he did express his desire to. Um, he said to me, "Maybe it was just uh, the euphoria of winning a game, uh, but he said he wanted to finish his time, or like his career at uh, Western United, or at least in Australia. He loved the country, so it's, you know, it, even if he didn't, if he, we couldn't keep him, or he got a better offer in another club, it's good to have that sort of talent in the A League." Uh, Moving on to Bess. After a lackluster season
1: with Western United, the now free agent Borussia is training or was training on the Gold Coast. He just arrived back in Melbourne with his eyes on one more A-League season. Uh, It was announced earlier today that he was officially leaving the club, which we kind of knew anyway. Would you want him
0: back, Kelsey? Nah. Look, He had two good years of this. I mean, he was our leading goal scorer last year. It was like seven goals or something, wasn't it? It was nothing special. Um, look, he did bring some, you know, leadership, as I said, off the to pitch some leadership and some guidance, but I think, you know, two seasons was fair and time to move on.
2: Yep.
0: It's going to be uh, fun to see
2: him back in the Victory Colours next season. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, wouldn't have minded, I wouldn't have minded keeping him
4: for one more season, though, um, having him as a bit part player off the bench, but who knows if he would really... Like that role with the kind of ego that he has as well. He he likes to be on the pitch. Yeah, and he can probably yeah, get that, it. That's the issue
2: else. With him. Can't really blame him. He's the A-League's greatest yeah. ever goal scorer. Mm. Um, and if somebody's made him a better offer, game time wise, if you are, uh, you got you know, you got to take it. You got to make the most of your opportunities while you still can, because he's not a young bloke anymore. So yeah. not, I don't think, think I this is about that. money
0: for him.
4: I think this was purely about he wants to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think so too. I. I didn't think I'd miss him as much as I do because he did well for us and I didn't think I'd like him as much as I did when he first signed for us. So um, I wish him the best with whatever he does in the future. Um, who knows if he doesn't find any other offers and wants to come back and sit on our bench and come on for 20 minutes of the game, then I'd be happy for that to happen as well.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I reckon many...
3: victory. I reckon Jay was right. I reckon victory will sign him. He'll go that back to the worst.
2: wouldn't be the worst thing ever. We get to have a bit of banter out of it and... You know, victory, get one of their greatest ever players back for them. Um, you know he'll score against us. And that'll be uh, all right. Yeah. That's oh, part yeah. of the game. If he, does, if, he does, does if, if he does, I'll give him a clap. As, as, long,
4: as long as we win the game,
2: I don't care if he scores. It's a, at least it's a football story as well because look at that, like the story he's had. You know, he's pretty much scored against every team and dominated every team he's ever, like, played for when he's played against them again. So, like, he he's smacked bra- the the. Brisbane Raw, when he was at victory, he, he belted victory when he was with us. So it's it's always – it's going to be great when he scores a hat-trick against us like round three of the next
0: season. <laughs> he's not leaving on bad terms either. He No, no. It's not like he's doing a Burgess and being a prick about it. Oh, yeah, I hate that guy. But... Yeah,
2: yeah, at least we, we – yeah, losing a player spot for a year, pretty much. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure um, even though we terminated Maxi's contract, you know, it still left a bit of a hole in, you know. oh, we paid We paid him out for the
0: season, but he sat on the bench. Kelsey, what were you saying? Yeah, yeah just just that he left on good terms, essentially. So, you know, I've got no issues if he scores. I'm not going to hate him if he scores against us. I mean, it'll suck, but mm. no disrespect here against him. Yeah, no, if Berger that- scores against us, I'm going to flip him off.
4: Oh, Burge
0: Scott. Oh, that's different.
4: Burge Scott McDonald. Players like that—they're a bit different. Bessa, no hard feelings.
2: Yeah, and honestly, he's the last player I'd—I'd I'd think that you know you'd say no, especially Scott, Caleb. But, yeah. Caleb's very cynical, <laughs> but like no hard feelings from Caleb. That's a—that's a two thumbs up from Western United in my books.
1: One of the shining lights of the twenty twenty one season was nineteen year old Luke Duzel. He resigned, re-signed for two more seasons, keeping him at the club at least until the end of
2: 2022-23. Thoughts? Another good uh, young boy that we've kept on the books. Um, we haven't, you know, we're probably lacking, uh, lacking, as much as we're lacking experience, we're full of potential. And Duzel is like, you know, you want to not put all your eggs in that basket, but you really hope that... Um, he pays dividends because he's
3: got a lot of potential. I want to see him get more game time. He's, every time he played, he was an absolute gun. Yeah, same here. I'm looking for him to get to that, take that next step in his development and show what he can do. There was moments he was a lot Diamante-like at, at times. Mm. Not fact, quite up like to like his for- standards, but for a 19-year-old and an Australian, he was fantastic. Yeah, you can see Diamante's had some influence
0: with him off the pitch, showing him what to do and how to pass, the vision,
2: um, when to do that right kind of pass? Yeah, those crossfield balls um, that Diamante plays, you don't really see them anywhere else in the league, but Duzel whipped out a few of them, got into some good positions. It'd be even interesting to see him probably push a little further forward because um, he might be one of those four or five goal a season players, but 10 assists, you know, and the
4: fact that we've stopped resigning players like him for a prolonged period of time is the sort of mistakes that we were making earlier with letting players like Joshy Cabs go and players of the sort. So the fact that he'll be around and we can help his development and we saw glimmers of what he can become last season. We didn't see the hikes. He's still a young kid. He wasn't playing week in, week out either, as you expect somebody at that age. So um, the future's looking bright for him and the fact that we can hopefully be the ones to help develop him and, yeah, help his career flourish is exciting. Yeah. Um, now, moving on to younger Nicholas Milanovic, or Milo,
1: if you will, has extended his deal with Western United for another two seasons as well. I can't wait to see more from this attacker. Scotty, what are your thoughts?
3: I think he's got a lot of potential. I reckon he's going to be a very good player um, because he didn't get too much game time, I don't think. But, um, yeah, every time he did, he, he showed this... Little signs of becoming a good player with more time.
2: He had a few runs in our under-23 squad as well. He's He's another player who plays a lot in
4: our under-23 squad too, and he's one of the shining lights in that. So he's been a driving reason that the under-23s have done quite well. He's still probably a touch away from breaking, uh, not breaking into the A-League squad, but um, being a consistent starter for us but from what we've seen from him so far from a young kid he's got the passion he's got the drive I know the younger girls that come along in the service crew like him because he's got the looks as well so (laughs) um, he's got the whole package I think that yeah he can go pretty far in the game if he continues his development the way he's going.
1: Now moving on to Tomoki Amai he's committed to playing on the green and black at least until the end of the 23-24 A-League season. Um, let me just think, who will be most excited about this? Uh, is it Leb?
3: <laughs> no, it can't be.
1: Yeah,
2: it's, both, it's, me, it's me and Jay. I, lo- I love
3: him, too. Like, don't yeah. even flex.
1: Like, I'm a big fan. Love him.
2: Throwback to, I think it might have been our first it ever podcast, first podcast, podcast where I said Tomoki Mai has, has the potential to be our worst signing ever. And it was very disappointing that we signed a player of Tomoki Mai's caliber. And then Tomoki <laughs> Yeah, he played barely any games in the top flight, and then he turns around and just proves me wrong. And there's nothing more than, like, it was perfect. I, I, I wanted to be proven wrong. I was. He's been outstanding, arguably the player of the year. Like one second. Like well, we'll get into that, I suppose, with the votes, But yeah, you know, he ran pretty far. Um. But um, also one of, I think, six players to play every minute, every second of the A-League season, and three of those players were goalkeepers across all teams, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just a a proper workhorse and a player, you know, that you can really build a team around.
1: I'm not sure if we've mentioned yet, because I just ducked out for a second, um, if we'd mentioned the fact that his family weren't here for those months and he was separated from his family. They, they came oh, they like game twenty or something. Yeah.
0: It was really, it was really sweet. He walked it on the pitch with them um, when they um finally came. It was I that Monday was night game against the or... Jets. Yeah, it was our last win from memory, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was our
1: last win. And the other Ooh, thing... that was a long time ago. In huge news, Dylan Perais and Lockie Wales have been selected in the Australian men's football team squad for the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games. Bryce has been selected in the eighteen man squad while Wales will travel with the team as
4: one of four train on players, which is pretty big. They both yeah, got yeah. forty five sorry to butt in there for a second, Wallace. He's actually been announced that he will be one of the players now. They've they've picked the other players and he's gonna be in the full squad. So he's I'm sorry. I wrote this during, the week. Yeah, no, that's this during the week. I think it only no, got announced yesterday or something. Yeah,
1: well, I was getting to some of that, but they yeah. both got forty five minutes in against the loss to New Zealand, uh, yeah. which is really good. But DP, he's in the, the Socceroos team, and Lockie Wales has been selected for the Olly Roos, which is both good for like it's good for both of them. So I think we can all agree that's pretty solid. Moving on to probably what, something that's going to upset Kelsey. Fucking June surnames. On June twenty-first, West United announced its first new signing, former Brisbane Raw striker Dylan Wenzel-Halls. The twenty-three-year-old from Ipswich. Managed 14 goals in 67 games for the Royal but had a banging 2017-18 season with Western Pride with 29 games, 40 goals. What are your thoughts on this player and his hyphenated surname, Kelsey?
3: I Absolutely. fucking
0: hate hyphenated surname. Guns. Guns. Just fucking pick. Kelsey may hate him,
3: but I love him. Perfect signing. Yeah, it's a good Happy time. have a decent striker. No hate on Borussia,
2: but Borussia was coming to the end. It's good to have a young striker as well. I was looking forward to seeing him play play with Berisha, to be completely honest. I thought it would have been – I thought those two would have worked well together. Hopefully, um, by the time this comes out, this pod, um, that uh, potential other striker will have been announced, someone to work with. I don't think Wenzel Halls is someone you can rely on to score all your goals. (coughs) Harland. Yeah, I've had a couple of chats with Harland, so we'll see what comes of that. <laughs> yeah, I was speaking to his dad the other day, and he reckons, yeah, there's a chance he might want to play in Australia. Oh, uh, we did uh, when, just finish asking Ben if it was Harland. <laughs> Wenzel Halls is how old? Was he 23? Yes. Yeah, 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 23. He's very young, um, not properly proven. You know, 14 goals in 67 games is not enough, but he's had a lot of game time,
4: which means he's League. Yeah.
2: Wenzel Hall's he's just a he's a
3: he's at like one of the smaller, faster attackers. Is that right? He's he's, he's got a slim build. He's
4: yeah. not the shortest. Because um, so he he's he might right actually work
3: best with us. Like when you've got Perea and Wales, they're fast-moving players. diamante has got the long, you know, the perfect long ball to kick it forward. It might be a sign of that we're trying to get a bit of speed behind our attack. Yeah, but we're still lacking someone with a bit of strength in that front third. Yeah, I think yeah,
0: that's,
3: that's where I reckon we failed a lot this year with, with Barucha, He was just too slow to get up there as quick as the others. And half the time, you know, Wales was taking the ball down and having no one there. So hopefully yeah. Wenzel Halls would keep up the speed and give a bit of an option. So
2: this maybe, quite, oh, sorry, just hypothetically, you know, you have Dylan Wenzel Halls either up front With a like in a false nine, you know, with a a center forward, a bigger, stronger besser Barisha type with him, or just have two strikers up front, both pacey. Um, But you could definitely, I think he definitely needs some assistance up front for now, but I think you could uh, work him into a very strong team.
3: Oh, definitely, Uh, because we do need another striker. Just a bit of background there, you guys inquired how tall he was. He's 5'9
2: or 175 centimetres. So he isn't too tall. 175, I'm 176. Put me in up front. (laughs) I'm
3: massive. Yeah, we probably do need another stroke. Because currently we've only got the Wendell Halls really on. Here's a question, though.
1: Are they going to give Bayou and Manny a bit more of a go this season?
3: I think they're going to use one of their... Is it marquee signings or international signings? I reckon we'll get a, a, a big striker. Yeah, I think we'll need a physical one. Um, do you know who I would like to see? And this is a wild card
1: for a physical fighter. Daniel striker. No, no, no. Tank Abbott. What's he doing nowadays?
2: He's already got no teeth. He can handle this. <laughs> he, was, he was past it in about 2004. So as much as I'd love to see Tank Abbott in any sort of professional sport, be it MMA or uh Soccer, um, I think his heart would give out before he made it on the pitch,
4: poor old tank. The but, best uh, signing possible, unfortunately, he's re signed for his last season with Wickham, would have been big old Bayo Akin He would have been a perfect signing for us. Even if he was coming off the bench, a cult hero, he would have brought so much, so much. Um, charisma to the club, it would have been an incredible signing. But unfortunately, he said he's signing on for Wickham, and this is going to be his last professional season. So it doesn't look like we'll see. If they owe Akinfenwa in the. Yeah,
2: League's not a professional league. It is. It is
4: a professional league. Akinfenwa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, the highest he's ever got is the championship for one. Now, season.
1: guys, let's move on. So, Ben, this is a rumor. But a lot lot of people think it's happening. Ben Garuscio is rumoured to be joining West United after his contract with Melbourne City was mutually terminated. What we know, the 26-year-old left-back was born in Adelaide and spent his senior playing career at Adelaide United and Melbourne City with a stint at hearts. A total of 122 professional games, not including 17 Australia
4: under-20s and three under-23s. Thoughts? I'm actually very surprised that he's only 26. It seems like he's been around since the start of the A-League. I remember watching him back with Melbourne Hart in the early days and, God, he must have only been 16. Mm-hmm. They're not, I don't know. To me, it seems like he's been around for so long. I'm just surprised he's 26. When you Money. say
2: when you say stint at Hearts, is that Hearts in Scotland? Yeah.
1: Hearts of Midlothian.
4: Yeah, so the, Melbourne Heart yeah, yeah. was
2: 16, 17. Yeah. He's been around for, forever.
4: But, look. Decent signing. He hasn't been a star player for everyone that he's played for, or really anyone that he's played for. But he's always been pretty consistent um, with his performances, and he can play anywhere along the left side. So,
2: um, so maybe you know he's learnt a lot off City, who have come, you know, hats off to them, fresh off their first ever league title win. Um, maybe he's learned a lot off the uh, you know the players there, and hopefully, if he comes to us, can bring a lot of. Um, Connor Payne, well, he'd probably be like slotting in left back. Who knows, maybe even move him to the right side of uh, the field because who knows when Risden's if Riston's coming back or when Risden's coming back. But Well, you have to remember Connor Payne's not a like traditional left back either. So with our new
4: coach, we might not be playing a back three with wing backs anymore. Mm-hmm. So Connor Payne, it probably doesn't look like he will be playing in that left back position this season, he might be pushed up to a left mid or something like that, which opens up that left back position for players like Buita
2: and um, Ben Garuccio. And even and Payne has been like brilliant at getting back. So even if we are a back four in offense, we could essentially move to a back five in defense with Payne pushing right back, and then moving you know just shuffling around at the back and having three, four, even four at the back when you when you're in defense. So a lot of potential there.
0: Look, it's a solid move. Like you said, I'm not sure we'll do it be doing the back three with the two wing backs anymore. I think it might I think Aloisi's benefit like likes using four at the back from memory. That Ben Garruccio
1: has actually signed for Western United. Thanks guys for taking into account our recording schedule.
4: I was just sitting here doing that last pod and um yeah, it popped up on my phone. I'm a little bit disappointed about the gunslinger announcement being I don't know how that's Ben Garuccio related, he's not a striker or I really thought it was Holland. Or American or something something like that. But, um, look, decent signing, Ben Garuccio, um, proven A-league player. Thank God. I really wanted to see
2: four at the back. So I've enjoyed – I like four at the back, but you've got to have the ability – you've got to sort of have a holding midfielder role, which is good because we've got BJ Hamill and he he has not been good as a centre-back. He's more of a holding midfielder in my books. Mm. But I think if we play four at the back, he can really flourish. He's gonna flourish, is he? Well, you did I really think so, Last yet. season,
3: he played like two games in a back four and he actually played well.
2: Yeah, I think that's because BJ's pretty much played his whole career in a, with a back four and he's not a, like we saw it, he gave away penalties and a couple of deflected shots led to goals later on in the season. He's just not an out-and-out defender, but he's a good ball-winning uh, central midfielder when he needs to be. So I think if you've, if he's got that insurance of two centre-backs behind him rather than he, like himself, playing in a back three, I think he can um, really, really do well. Bit of a segue there, but so long as we're talking about potential back fives it could or back four. replacement for Tommy exactly. Yeah was more of a central midfielder as well, defensive uh, Like I said, we we didn't have a proper centre back for the last for, for pretty much the whole season. Timokey. it was only tomorrow really. It was only smoking, and he was having to play everywhere. But you know, and he's he's not a uh, he's not your first choice centre back. He's not the quickest on the world, so oh, he's, 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 he's somebody a bit faster back there still. He's quite quick, but he's just not. As strong, he's not an, as much of an aerial threat. He's not as tall, but he's a very—he's uh, more of an in and under um, pressure, pressuring defender. So, mm.
1: let's move on, guys, um, to the coaching staff. After a disastrous final run of the season with eight losses and twenty-four goals conceded, arriving at tenth spot on the ladder, West United and Mark Rudan chose to part ways on the eighth of June. Rudan thought to be returning to a media role at Paramount. Keep your USBs in a safe. Uh, now, let's move on to some big news. Australian football icon John Aloisi has been appointed A-League head coach of West United for the next two seasons, beginning with the 21-22 campaign. Aloisi experienced mixed success, mixed success with Melbourne Heart and Brisbane Roar as coach, often making finals. It is a note that both clubs had background issues during his time there and ultimately left mid-season in both instances. His average win rate... Uh, percentage is 34.33 but this does not represent his best season at the raw which is comparable to Rudan. What are your thoughts on the signing Scott?
3: Oh fuck you went to me first.
1: You like I'm looking Look, at you buddy.
3: There there was from what I've heard there was two options. They both got interviewed towards the end. There was only ever going to be the, the two candidates. One was Stagic? Oh yeah, would love Stadic. The other one with Aloisi. Now mm. and Stagic is it but well, he proved himself with the women's football. Then he proved himself with Central Coast. He brought them from absolutely nowhere, all of it's a sudden playing, playing you. finals. Yeah. And being yeah you know, looking pretty good throughout the season. Now obviously he left there due to behind the you know, behind the team reasons or whatever you want to call it. He was a perfect candidate. I don't know why we didn't go for him if, if you had the, t- the choices of both. But obviously there's more to it than we, we know of, but... Yeah, I I'm personally was gunny. I
1: personally wanted Stagic, but I'm open to what Al- John Aloisi can bring to the club.
0: That's I'm open to it. Let's see how it goes. I'm going to give him a chance. No hassle there. I would have preferred Stagic too had I ever had the pick between the two. Willing to give him a chance.
2: Honestly, going back to... When I first fell in love with football, that has to be a defining moment. So i always have a um, soft spot in my heart for John Aloisi. Caleb and I were, as much as we hate to admit, well, at the time it wasn't bad, but we were Melbourne Heart fans when Aloisi was having a very poor run at a very tumultuous time with Melbourne Heart. Heart were on the ropes as a club. (laughs)
4: He had a woeful squad. There was a lot more going on behind the scenes that people know about there. And um, look, if you do look at his win percentage, it does drop off in his last season at Raw. But if you were to take his Melbourne Heart statistics out of that and that shambles of the club that that was at the time, um, you'll see that his win percentage does boost up. So I've got a I've got a trust in our board and what they've done in hiring him. Apparently, there was over thirty hours of interviews conducted between four or five different candidates and then it got cut down to the two between him and Stadge and they ended up going with Aloisi. So Steve, Chris, all of them higher up within our club, you've got to trust what they liked when they spoke to him and what they they liked of his philosophy. And we've got to give him a chance because if we don't give him a chance, there's going to be too much pressure on him from the outset and he probably won't succeed. But I'm not ecstatic about this appointment, but I'm not upset about it either. I'm just, I think we wait and see how it works. At the right?
2: moment, we're eight losses in a row from final. We can't get much worse. To, you know, and um, let's be real, uh, Aloisi has, a, has been a, you know, a, a, rough, a rough time coach. Like, he came in to all of his roles, the worst one being Hart. He came in at, you know, the worst possible moment. Didn't do well. John Van Skip had to go back home because his dad died or exactly. something. Yeah. and But he came into a pretty poor raw team and like did wonders with him. I couldn't believe how well he went. So hopefully these things come in twos and this season is – The one run. thing I'll
0: give him out of everything is he's always been one who backs up his players and has supported them all like mm. defiantly at times in press conferences and things. Yeah. So you know he'll have the players back. That's good. Um, any final comments on John Aloisi? Aloisi! I'll
3: just give him I've a I've been pretty negative towards him, as some people may have noticed. Your yeah, boy. But uh, as um, you guys said, look, I, I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he comes out and changes things up. Look, you can't go worse than how Rudin ended. If he's willing to change the team if it's not going well, he's doing better than what Rudin was doing. So...
2: Yeah. Be real. Towards the end of Rudin's tenure, it was I could pretty much say it was fifty-fifty. People saying we don't really mind if he stays on versus people want him out. We've honestly got to be all in on John Aloisi right now because he's our uh, one. You know, who else do we have at the moment? Um, the club are backing him. We back the club. So uh, until you know, he if he, if we lose eight games in a row at the start of the season, then. Aloisi out, but until then, it's Aloisi in from me and mm. good luck
1: to him and good luck to the squad. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Now, guys, let's move on to the WuFC Awards, which is the last thing for this episode, which we haven't covered. Just to cover the 2021 WuFC Awards, they took place on the like, June 21st. Player of the season presented by Simmons Holmes was Tomoki Amai. Understandable. Young player of the season presented by Vic Uni Polytechnic was DP Golden Boot presented by Kappa was Bessar Borussia. Emerald Goal Award. Fans Goal of the Season presented by Werribee and Western Automotive Group. Lockie Wales for his goal against Wellington Phoenix, Match Week 18, which was a a, a perler. The Forever West Award Fans Player of the Season presented by Wyndham City, which was Tomoki MI, which I think we can all understand. Um, Club Person of the Season presented by Food Bank Victoria, Ryan Scott. We do love that guy. He got two in a row for
4: him as well. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got that with like one game played last season. I uh, think that's what he does behind the scenes. He's, yeah. he's he's a character. We all know Scotty. We all know what he's like. So it doesn't even matter what he's doing on the pitch. He's going to win that every season as long as he's there. Um, volunteer of the season presented by the HAPSA Group, Talia
1: Lombardi. Congrat- like, thank you for all you do for the club as a volunteer, Talia. Uh, Chairman's Award for Outstanding Contribution presented by Tasman Logistics, Andrew. Urchin, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. I've never seen their last name before, but no, I think you got it right. I think sweet, Sweet. Um, that's
2: it for us yeah, this week Andrew, on All Out. Yeah, just quickly, we missed one more award that you're supposed to give out. What's um, that? Just the best supporter of the year? Oh, I've, got
3: it,
2: I've actually got it right here on my phone, and it's Andrew. Me- sorry, I've read second place, Betty Jorgensen. <laughs> oh! and sorry, Andrew. Andrew, sorry Andrew <laughs> you Get your two seasons in a row Last season
4: Andrew got best supporter of the year But this season it goes to Benny It's going to be Benny Shout out Unfortunately you miss out narrowly But you're still in third place We'll have to give a shout out to a second place winner Anton Cananzi.
2: I <laughs> mean, um, Benny knew that, you know This was going to be his last season Where he could probably get down and support the boys He literally went to Every, every single, game. single MP, possible game. NPL, interstate. Um, he went to New
4: Zealand too, didn't he? He went overseas. Yeah. He went absolutely everywhere. So our award goes to Benny.
2: This and year. now he's off defending his country. His support never wavered. He went to every game. Mate, if I could have, I would have. He could. He did. You've got to respect it. Um, mm. Yeah, hats off to Benny Yorgs. He's done so much for the club just by being there. He's been through all the ups and downs and... Gotta love the black. I'm, I'm going to say, say this, this to Andrew and Anton. I'm
1: yeah. going to say this. Uh, Benny is the Bret Hart of this league of our fan group. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Honestly, big, biggest fan in the league. Let's be. Well, real. I hope he doesn't tap out in his home country like Bret Hart did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, let's move, let's move on. Thank you for <laughs> your time today. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Like, subscribe, and all that jazz. All that West podcasts. Leave us a rev- all West, aren't we?
3: Oh, oh west now wait buddy
2: oh west not do it I mean oh west now wait